Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. He may be opinionated, but he never jumps to conclusions. This is The Roy Green Show. You can send emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Twitter is at the Roy Green Show. And uh, RoyGreenShow.com on the web is the page where you can download any segment that we air, including the two hours we spent talking about the uh, terrible, terrible loss for the humbled Broncos and for really all of Canada. And we talked about how... The communities in Western Canada, particularly the small communities, how the hockey team is the nucleus of those communities. And Sheldon Kennedy telling us, when the news broke, where did the people from Humboldt meet? They met at the arena. We had some tremendous input from callers and and our guests, including, of course, Sheldon Kennedy and Peter Woods, the executive director of Hockey Manitoba. The whole country is talking about the tragedy that uh, was experienced 24 hours, about 24 hours ago, just almost 24 hours ago. Uh, It's time for Beauties and the Beast with Catherine Swift, Linda Leatherdale, Michelle Simpson. And I have to, I want to go back to the issue of um, Humboldt and the the hockey team and over a million dollars raised on GoFundMe by Canadians who care. Because we've got three mums here. And uh, I, I know you can all identify with the parents who are the sports parents. And, and Catherine, you sent me an email that you were one of those. Getting I up, blurry-eyed. <laughs> oh, you still are. <laughs> still am, but less so than when they were younger. Oh, but yeah. yeah. My heart just goes out. It's, uh. First thing I thought of when I heard this yesterday was that my kids, were they were both on rep teams, which meant they traveled for game. Hockey, I'm talking about now. They were doing other sports, too, but... And they were all over the place on buses, uh, it being driven by other people. Sometimes I was driving them with some other kids, and and uh, there, but for the grace of God, it's just just horrendous. Michelle, I agree, Catherine. I have one son. He played rep hockey, and it was you were all over yeah. the place. Yeah. And you know, but you never had this sense of doom. You know, like, it was just part of the lifestyle. But you're usually to... too tired because you're at the arena at 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and then you're up <laughs> late partying hardy, <laughs> you know. So, um, but I never, I never felt that he was vulnerable until I heard this story. And I thought, where the heck was I? You know, I, I didn't. I didn't seem to worry. 
I think a lot of these buses, though, should be outfitted with um, uh, seat belts. Yeah, Agreed. you know what? I've, I've sort of made an agreement with myself uh, that we'll wait for a little while before we talk about the the vehicles the involved. Safety issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think oh, so. Okay, I All think right. I think it's fair to wait a little bit and and uh, and and let let you know we, we've talked about this issue, and I agree with you, by the way, Michelle. I do agree. But I hope you, I hope you, uh, I hope you'll accept that. It just seems to me that oh, yeah. we should wait. It's just like school buses. Yeah, no, you know, no question. I don't no question. get it. And I, the other day, I saw some guy actually drive right by a school bus with the barrier down and the light flashing and the stop sign out right by. Uh, yeah, I just know. Yeah, boy. Uh, Linda, what are your what are your thoughts, Linda? Well, he just said disregard for the road, but this is a tragic, tragic. Accident, and I got to tell you that um, way long time ago, from the Edmonton Sun, I worked with um, some great people. One in photography, but his son was involved in a sports thing and went to the states, and he died in a similar accident. And when I read this or and heard it on the radio, I was like devastated because. That was so devastating for this particular family to lose this child um, that they divorced. But since then, they got back together. But the consequences are huge when you lose a loved one in such a tragic, tragic, and for the community. And I just want to say one thing, Roy. God bless the West. I mean, it's all over. Every community would band together. But as you know, we had the tragic fires, um, and, and everybody came together for that in Fort McMurray. But now you see a community bonding together in support of this. So God bless them. But the hurt of losing a loved one, you just don't know what the other consequences are going to be. And you came, very, you, you, you came very close to losing your child. I yeah. did. My do- oh, and you know, I, I got to put something out here. I was just today in Oakville, where we're releasing little baby salmon's into Lake Ontario, which is all great. But there's a gentleman who, and I'm not going to name him, but he's a veteran. He is now going through the stress, the stress of being a veteran, and he is away. But they let him out today to be part of this. I am now learning from Princess Margaret Hospital that people that go, my, my daughter that went through losing her life almost three times, Roy, you stood behind me through this whole thing. But the mother can also go through stress. And, and now Princess Margaret is realizing there's other outcomes from all of this. So uh, I, I, a shout-out to my baby girl, Sky, who survived cancer three times, but you don't know the stresses. And I'm just going to put that out to the families today yeah. uh, you know, yesterday it, that have lost yeah, their Yeah, it's a, it's a really valid point. And, you know, I want to say this before I forget. We, we talk about the Western Canadian engagement and the national engagement with over a million dollars in the GoFundMe yeah. uh, uh, project. But I think, again, it was Sheldon Kennedy who told us that in Norway, there was a, a minute's silence before a hockey game in Norway because of what happened yeah. in Saskatchewan. So the world is aware. Yeah. And uh, sometimes it takes tragedies to bring people together. And, um, I, I, you know, we always find things to talk about. It's, it's easy to, 
if there's an issue that's easy to come up with an opinion that you really believe in, you're not just saying, well, what should I believe today? Um, well, at least I hope we don't do that. <laughs> but but, when, <laughs> but when, I, when I started on uh, to the show today, I thought, what am I going to say? Yeah. What am I... What am I going to say today? How can I talk yeah. about this? Because yeah. um, the, the, just being an observer, a distant observer, the hole in your heart is palpable. Well, it's, a, it's a universal experience, though, it is. isn't it? Yeah, and it that's is. What, well, that's why people in other countries, you know, uh, can relate to it. It is, it is a universal and, and a profoundly sad one, obviously. And, and you know what I watched today? The, the flags were coming down at the Legion here in Oakville. The flags came down. Because everybody oh. is grieving for yeah. everybody here. Oh, that's really amazing. Yeah. The flags were coming down. I watched this today um, because we're all grieving for these families. That yeah. matters. That really matters. Let me take a break, beauties, and when we come back, we'll talk about something else. And it's something that happened over the last week. And it's something that got a tremendous amount of attention. And it's something that never should have gotten as much attention as it did. And what it does, it points to, to me anyway, a potentially scarier reality for June of this year and for October of next year and for the spring of next year as well. Don't go away. Looking for the truth and not worried about rattling some cages to get at it. This is The Roy Green Show. Uh, we were just talking about the uh, tragedy in Humboldt, Saskatchewan, and uh, of course the first two hours of the program today, we spoke about nothing else, and we carried the news conference, and you can pick up all that at uh, RoyGreenshow.com on the webpage. But we have an opportunity now as well to uh, speak with Jared Fontaine, who uh, played for the Broncos in um, Saskatchewan, in, in Humboldt and uh, is forward with Trinity Western University now, and he's from Humboldt. Humboldt. Uh, this is not a throwaway question uh, at all. How are you, Jarrett? Um, you know, it's up and down. Uh, definitely uh, not great. I mean, I mean, it's kind of hard to be uh, great in a situation like this. Sure. Um, you know, sometimes it hits you. Sometimes uh, you're calm about it. Um, it just doesn't feel very real. Um, I think once I fly home, uh, I think things will become more more real when I start seeing people's faces. When did you play for the Broncos? Um, I played two years ago. Um, uh, some of my uh, some of the like, rookie players uh, from my year there were uh, were involved in the crash, and um, I still kept uh, close touch with them. And um, yeah, it's very sad to see what. What has happened to them? Yeah, and we've been talking about how important a hockey team is to a community the size of Humboldt, how important this hockey team would have been heading into Game 5 of an important playoff series. And I, I asked a, a caller earlier what it was like to step out on the ice when you're a member of a team in a community that really looks at the, at the hockey team as being the nucleus of their community. What was it like playing in front of the people for you, playing in front of the people who are, who are so grieving today? 
Um, yeah, uh, it was like definitely an honor. I mean, uh, it's it's like a very close knit community, and I know um, the Broncos work a lot with with the community. I know the the players are in the schools every other week, and um, just yeah, working with the with, with the community there, and um, so like very, everybody is familiar with the players. A lot of all those players are are household names, and um, yeah, like from from when I played, um, just being from Humboldt. Uh, definitely uh, a lot of connections there. I mean, um, I knew a lot of the people there, and uh, I know, yeah, yeah, like I know most of the community, and I, I definitely like from over here uh, are, are just picturing their faces and um, the devastation that they're going through, and um, kind of feeling disappointed that uh, I'm out here in uh, Langley, BC, and and can't be there with them to. Um, love, love on them, and be with them. Yeah, I'm sure you would want to be there and and uh, hold on to them. Have you have you talked to people back home? Um, yeah, no, I uh, ever since it happened, I've been uh, yeah keeping or in contact with with uh, everybody across the nation. Uh, I haven't uh, stopped responding to texts since since it happened. I I got one hour of sleep last night, just uh, firing off texts throughout the night. It's very generous of you because people want to know. People feel such a tight. We talked about this as well about how how much there's a a tight connection between people of Canada, and uh, and the and the hockey teams of the communities they represent. All the parents, you know, parents are they can remember well getting up at four o'clock in the morning and groggily stopping mm-hmm. for a coffee on the way to the arena. I want to introduce you to three of my friends. Um, we call them the beauties. It's um, one is Catherine Swift. She is with WorkingCanadians.ca. She is a hockey mom. Um, her sons played rep hockey. Michelle Simpson is a former Liberal member of Parliament. Her son played uh, rep hockey. Oh, how'd we lose him? Well, let's get him back. <laughs> let's go. Okay, we'll, we'll call him back. So the introduction was, uh, was I'll, I'll introduce him when, when he comes back. So you hear this young man, and you can hear it in his voice, can't you? Oh, yeah, it's it's just heartbreaking. Because it is a big thing it in is. small, especially in Very small, heartbreaking. rural um, Canada. And the camaraderie, and you say you it know, in these small communities, it's so big, important. Hockey and has been anyway, I, 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 like Roy, it's hard to even express. But it's still a big deal. Yeah. No, it is. We obviously have our phone system is not cooperating at all because we heard Linda and Michelle both talking at the same time. So we'll get we'll get everything squared away. Do we have uh, do we have Jared back? Yep. Okay, let's put him on. Uh, Jared Michelle Simpson is a former Liberal member of Parliament. Linda Leatherdale is uh, the former money editor of the Toronto Sun. She's a mom who's uh, who had critical crisis with her own daughter's health. And uh, Catherine Swift is uh, uh, they had a WorkingCanadians.ca, former Canadian Federation of Independent Business and a hockey mom herself. So, um, uh, ladies, uh, Jared. Well, it's very, it's very uh, moving to hear you speak because clearly you've, you've been there and, and having the connections with that community, it just must be awfully, awfully difficult. Yeah. That's not, uh, not uh, fun by any means and um, I'm just, I'm glad that Humboldt is is a community that um, a lot of people are close knit, and that um, I think they've set up uh, at the hub a gathering place for anybody who just needs any type of support. And I just I just love hearing that, and that 
um, there is people there supporting each other. Yeah. And uh, I can't wait to be a part of that, you know, in this tough time. When do you get to go home again? Uh, I'm flying home Tuesday. Okay. So it's a, it's a few days yet. Do you have younger siblings? Um, I have two older brothers. Two older brothers. And they would be familiar, obviously, with the team as well. How are you? How is your, how's your family doing? Um, pretty, pretty, uh... These are all silly questions, aren't they, Jared? I mean, they, how, how are you doing? It's, it's a question we ask, but we're hoping, I guess, to find, to find something positive in a, in a very, very desperate situation, a very difficult situation. Mm. Um, uh, Linda? Well, my mom is a um, very servanthood type of woman, and I know she's been out and about um, spending actually time uh, at people's homes. I know he, uh, the, the radio guy there, uh, Tyler Bieber, who, uh, who passed away, um, I know she was at at their place earlier uh, earlier today, and um, it's just like really nice to see um, little notions like that. And uh, I've been talking to uh, the 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 chaplain of the the Bronco team there, and um, you know he's kind of rallied the uh, the church community there, and they've uh, just been uh, surrounding themselves with people who who are in a tough position. Yeah, it must be so important and so appreciated that you, you as a former uh, Broncos player and a hometown boy are doing what you're doing. You got only an hour's sleep last night. You've been reaching out and talking to people across this country, and you're representing your hometown well at the most difficult of times. I'm sure they appreciate the fact that you're speaking for them, and the coming home is going to be extremely special. Mm-hmm, for sure. I mean, uh, I think, like, a part of me... Uh, is kind of left behind. I know even uh, before this all happened, I've, I've, I've really missed my home, and um, that's just kind of a testament to uh, the type of community it is and the type of, like, uh, love of being there uh, is, and I'm, I'm going to be happy to, to return to that. Unfortunately, it has to be an event like this, but I'm, I'm happy to, um, you know, join the rest of the community there. Well, Jared, thank you so very much for talking to us. And all the ver- and all the very best to you and uh, and and everyone in in Humboldt. Uh, the whole country feels that way, as you know. Thank you for talking to us. Yeah, we may be far away, but we're thinking of you. Yes, we're here. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Humboldt just got a whole lot bigger, <laughs> larger population. Thank you. Thanks, for having me. Thanks. So, uh, ladies, we have less than a minute. Uh, we we're going to talk about a few other things, but we don't really have time for that now. So, this is an event that will. We'll all think about it for the rest of the day. We'll think about it tonight. We'll we'll try to come to some sort of conclusion or at least some some sort of point where we can sleep reasonably well. I don't know how many people will be able to do that. Yeah. I just don't. Exactly. Well, there was one thing I saw on Twitter that I thought was so, uh, I don't know, it just resonated with me, which was somebody was mentioning, you know, in communities like that, the arena is where everybody meets. The heart and soul. And I thought that was so, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's what Sheldon Kennedy told us. He said, where yep, did everybody sure. go? They went that's, to the arena. That's, that's where everybody meets right. each other. Yeah. And you know what? And to the families, we all have to remember that years from now, there's still going to be fallout, and we have to support them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well said. Okay, Catherine, Linda, Michelle, we will talk again next Saturday. Thanks so much. Absolutely. On a happier absolutely. note, one would hope. On a happier note, we hope. Yeah. All right, there are the beauties. I'm the other part of that, and we'll come back and wrap things up and tell you a little bit about tomorrow's show after this.